We're up to Daf Lamid Hayamid Aleph. We're up to the second line. Just to review, we had a machlaikis in our Mishnah whether Nazir is allowed to eat grape leaves. Our Mishnah said yes, or Rosamanazari said no. The Gemara said, What is the Yisaida Machlaikis? The Yisaida Machlaikis is Rav Lazar, Ben Azariah, Darshins, Reboy, and Miat. Reboy and Miat is more inclusive in the Isser, and therefore it includes. Rebo and Miat basically includes everything except for one. So it includes everything in the Isser, including leaves and shoots. The only thing it doesn't include is Shabishta, which are woody type of branches that are inedible. That are the only things that a Nazar could eat. The Rabbonon, Darshin, Klalim, Pratu, Klal. Means that the generalization is limited to be similar to the specification. Therefore, just like the specification is a fruit or a byproduct of the fruit, that's the only thing Asr as opposed to leaves, which are not. So Klal and Pratu Klal, Ravalazam and Azariya Dashin's What is the Klal of Pratu Klal? It's Kol Yayin, that's Yayin Yayin Vishekhar is Prat. Kol Ashayitzimin Agefen Klal. Fine. So here's the problem. According to Elizabeth Nazaria, fine. According to the according to the Rabbana, it's Kala Pratikal. Here's the thing though. In the Mishnah, if you remember, there was a sheet of Ravalazar. Not Ravalazar, Nazar, Ravaliazar. Ravaliazar Sheetah is that if you eat just grape pits on its own, you're not gonna get lashes. And if you eat just grape skins on its own, you're not gonna get lashes. You have to eat a combo. Why? Chatsonim ad zog. So wait a minute. According to Rav Eliezer, that uses Meichat Sanimat Zog to teach you that you have to have a combination of those two species in order, those two items in order to get lashes, where is the Klalu Pratu Klal? The whole point of the Klalu Pratu Klal is that the last... I'm sorry, it's actually, I, I'm misspeaking. It's Prat Klal Uprat. Prat Klal Uprat. So it, it's the same in, in, in conclusion. The Gemara actually later on is actually going to ask... Um, what exactly is the difference between klal pratu klal and prat klalu prat? They're both the same, and that is, we the, the generalization is limited to the specification, meaning not everything is aser. So, what exactly is the difference? The Gemara is going to deal. So, over here you have a prat klalu prat. The last prat being mechat sanamazog. The problem is, Rav Eliezer uses mechat sanamazog to teach you. Not for this drush of prat klalu prat, he uses it to teach you something else. So what does he do with that? So the Gemara says, "Rav Elazar ben Azariah to come like and lay chatzan matzog loy mershin chayv atshiyochal beis chatzanim vizog pratim inale." According to Rav Elazar ben Azariah, that uses chatzan matzog. The chatzan matzog teaches you that you have to have two pits and one one grape skin in order to get lashes. You need at least a mixture of the two. So now what is, how does he know prat, klalu, prat? Because the last prat he's using for something else. So the Gemara answers two answers. First of all, answer number one is Ravalazim and Azariah holds like Ravaliezer, that it's Ribayumit. Meaning, our kasha was based on the assumption that Ravaliezim and Azariah holds like the Rabbanon, that it's prat, klalu, prat. The answer is he doesn't. He goes with Ravalazim that it's just Riboy and Miat. You don't need all three. Riboy and doesn't need all three. Prat Klalu Prat needs three, and therefore Rav Eliezer ben Azariah, who uses the last prat for something else, he holds, he must hold, like Rav Eliezer, that it is Riboy and Miat. Or, another answer, which is all very simple answer, and that is, what's the kasha? The kasha is, Rav Eliezer ben Azariah, the Rabbonon used the last Mechat San Mazog to, to, be, to com- complete the drosha of Prat Klalu Prat, but Rav ben Azari uses Mechart Sanamat Zog to teach you that you need grape skins and grape pits. So what does he do? How, how do you learn out both? The answer is very simple. You could learn out both. How so? The words of the Pasuk, Mechart Sanamat Zog, teach you that you need 
both a combo of pits and skins. Where it is, meaning the fact that the Pasuk places those words after the klal, and instead of it being prat, prat, klal, the fact that it's prat, klal, uprat, it teaches you both. So it could be Rav Elizabeth Azariah Taka agrees with the Rabbanon that it's prat, klal, uprat. Ah, he uses the Pasuk to teach you that it's a combination of grape skins and grape pits. The answer is he learns out both. The words teach you what the halacha is. The placement teaches you prat, klal, uprat. Meaning the fact that it's the, the, the specification is after the klal. Meaning the Torah could have put it prat, prat, klal. It could have been two psukim earlier. It could have said, Mikol yayin v'sheicher, mechart sanam adzog, v'chol yoytzeh men agafen. It didn't have to place it there. The fact that it's placed in that spot can teach you both. So the Gemara says, Because if the Pasuk is just teaching you the pits and the skin, Why did it have to be placed there? It could have been placed in the beginning of the Pasuk and the actual flow would be Prat, Prat, Klal. The fact that the Pasuk places this at the end, so it's Prat, Klal, and Prat, is to teach you both. Okay, fine. Now, the Gemara speaks it out. And don't tell me that the entire Pasuk is just to tell you Prat Klalu Prat, because the wording of the Pasuk teaches you the, pin, the pits and the skins. The fact that the Pasuk says and it didn't say and it didn't say the fact that it didn't say it says means you need both. The placement teaches you prat kalu prat. Okay, fine. Now, the way Tyson explains the next Gemara is like this. Rav Yezer Darshin's Rebuyamit, the Rabbonan Darshin, prat kalu prat. The Gemara assumes that Rav Yezer is not against it. You see, you could learn the Gemara two ways, up to this point. You could learn it. There are, by the way, the Rabbonan don't Darshin Rebuyamit. Why? Because they don't believe in that. They just never Darshin's Rebuyamit. Call it Terakula. You could argue the same thing as Rav Eliezer. He doesn't have Klal Pratu Klal. It's not one of his, his Yugamimidas. The Gemara does not assume that way. The reason why is because Taisa says, throughout Shas, whenever there's Klal Pratu Klal, they never say, well, what does Rav Eliezer do? The implication is that, in general, he's actually into Klal Pratu Klal, but Meizetam Shia, in this Gemara, by Nazir, he has a Messiah that it's Rebimit. The Gemara wants to know, where do we find, in another area of Torah, a Klal Pratu Klal that Rav Eliezer would agree with? And again, the proof that he agrees with is the fact that the Gemara never mentions he disagrees. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says, Where does Rav Liezer darsh in Prat Kalu Prat? Meaning, where is an example of a Prat Kalu Prat that Rav Liezer would, be, would agree with? So Amravo, Nafkalim Haikra. I'll give you the following example. These are just Pashat examples of Prat Kalu Prat that you have in Shas. The Rishonim don't even tell you really what. The drasha is. So you had to like check those gemaras. The first one is regarding a shomer sacher. Right? A paid watchman that we know that he's responsible for uh, oinus and he's responsible for Geneva and Aveda. So, no, he's not responsible for Geneva and Aveda. He's responsible for oinsim. Uh, he's, no, he's responsible for Geneva and Aveda. He's not responsible for oinsim. So the gemara says, The chamar oishar oise prat. The Pasuk says, 
that you gave your friend to watch, a shahar, a set, those are specific. V'chol behema klal, then it says v'chol behema, any animal, which is a generalization. Lishmar, chazer, parat, lishmar means to watch those items, which is a specification again. Prat, uklal uprat, yadana prat. That's an example where it has to be similar to the specification, meaning the specification is an ox or a shara eset. So too, it has to, the way the Gemara explains it there, is that it has to be a living animal. You cannot be, you're not required to be a paid watchman for land. You're not going to be as responsible. The halachas Hashem Mesachar do not apply uh, to karka. Okay. Another example. Rav Avinafle Mehaikra. Another example. This is regarding bringing an oila. It says, Ve'im min. If it's from this, this species, that's prat hatsoy, prat, that's a specification, that's to exclude. Well, I'll explain what it excludes in a moment. Hatsoyin, klal, kvosim ve'izim, means all sheep, that's a generalization. Kvosim ve'izim, chazer prat, then it goes back to specification. Prat, klal prat, yadana prat. What is the drush over there? So the Gemara, this is a Gemara in... Um, I think it's a Gemara in Bamatsia. The Gemara Darshan is like this. The 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 Pasuk is Memayat, or Klal Pratu Klal means that it's Memayat some things, but not everything. So there's a generalization, but the generalization is 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 limited to the specification. The so what it excludes is that a carbon cannot be brought from an animal that it didn't have, right? Like an animal that did bestiality or other. So you might think to include all things, no. That all animals that did Navera are excluded from being able to be a carbon. No, it has to be similar to bestiality, which is where the Avera was done begufai. Let's say you have, we know that you're not allowed to have two animals thresh together. It's an Isser of, of Shatnas, of Klayim. An animal that did is still kosher for a carbon. Just like the Prat is an Avera was done with its goof, so too the only type of animal that's also to be a carbon is an animal where an Avera was done with its goof. Okay, fine. Another one. The Gemara Samler of Yehuda Midiskar to the Rava. I have another one. Why didn't you say this one? Earlier in that parsha, the Leil of Minadeinkra, earlier in the parsha regarding again bringing Karbanos, it says, I'll read you the Pasuk first. It says, Ve'im, uh, this is a Pasuk, Dabra b'nei Yisrael martelihem, Adam kiakriv mikem, Karban Lashem, right? You bring a Karban. Minabeima, Minabakar, Minatsoin, Takrivus, Karban Chem. It could be an animal, it could be a sheep. The Gemara wants to say that you should have a Pratiklalu Prat to exclude chayas, wild uh, wild uh, deer, from being a carbon. Because you say like this, min is prat, it excludes chayas. Habehema is klal, habehema includes chayas. Bakr v'tsayin, chazer prat. Bakr v'tsayin, memayitz again. Prat, klalu prat, yadarachana prat. Just like the prat is a chayas out, so too, and a chayas is a wild animal. So if you have a buffalo, or a buffalo, which, which is like a, a wild domesticated animal, that should be allowed to bring a carbon because we're only mamayat achaya. Why don't you say that, Jerusha? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Again, it would be min excluding chaya, habehema including, atzain excluding. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Haleka l'mashmina, dimehasim havamina habehema. Go to the next page. Chaya bechlal behema. This is just in pure drushes. The Gemara says the reason why is because min habehema instead of well, how do you want to read it? Min is excluding habehema is including min habehema is usually read together, and habehema usually includes a chaya. So min habehema we would not mean to exclude chaya. We would just read min habehema that it could be a behema, it could be a chaya. So because the way you would read it is min habehema, it's not an extra word. We would assume that a behema 
Behema includes a chaya, and we would think that min is not excluding a chaya. Min is saying min behema, min achaya, meaning that's what the pasuk means that you could include a chaya, and therefore I would not use it to exclude. The Gemara then res- responds. The Gemara says, no, I'll tell you why. Again, you wanted to say min exclude, habehema include, tzayin bakar exclude. The Gemara's response was that no, because habehema means a chaya also. So min habehema would not be excluding anything. It would be min habehema, meaning you could bring an animal, you could bring a chaya. The Gemara responds that if you look at the end of the Pasuk, it says bakar v'tzayin. Bakar v'tzayin is clearly not including chaya. So the word behema, the context of the Pasuk is to exclude a chaya. Therefore, you could go with the pratuklal. And therefore, the Gemara actually says that that is a legitimate option, that min is to exclude a chaya. Habehema is to include some chayas. Tzayin bakar is to exclude. And it's excluding chayas, but it's including like a wild domestic. Min, we, the, Gemara, it, it, the Gemara feels that min is a, um, an exclusive word. Min is meaning from these and not from others. Okay. It's a drasha, that's, that's the Gemara. Um, okay. The, the rest of the dot, by the way, we'll get to the two dots. It's just literally understanding the mechanisms of prat and klalu prat and klalu prat to klal, prat to klal, what all these What is the source of klal and prat and klal in the third? What is the prototypical Klal and Pratu Klal in the Torah. So the Gemara says, Detanya, it's the following one. We know there's a mitzvah of Meiser Sheni. Meiser Sheni means he brings the Meiser Sheni fruits to Yerushalayim. We also know that there are times where you can't bring the fruit to Yerushalayim because the fruit will rot. So what do you do? You transfer the holiness onto cash and you spend the cash in Yerushalayim. Now what do you could spend the money on? Could you spend it on anything in Yerushalayim? No, you're limited. What is the halachas? This is the Pasuk that describes what are you allowed to spend the money on in Yerushalayim. The Pasuk says, You could spend the money on anything that your soul desires. That's klal. That's obviously a generalization. That includes everything. You could use it for animals or for wine. Prat, that's exclusive to just those things. Then the puzzle says, anything that your heart required, requests. That's klal again. What is the specification in that puzzle? The specification is animals and wine. What's unique about animals and wine? Animals and wine, animals, we know, they, uh, they give birth to other animals, or seeds grow from other seeds, so it reproduces, and it nourishes from the ground, either the grapes nourish from the ground, literally from the soil, or the animals eat the ground, so too, you're only allowed to spend the money, so there's a cloud that you could spend it on anything, but you can't spend it on anything, you could only spend on something that's similar to the specification, just like the specification is something that reproduces, and benefits from the ground, so too you can only buy something that reproduces benefits of the ground. Meaning, what is it? Exclude fish. You're not allowed to use Maiser Shani money on fish in Yerushalayim. Why? Because it doesn't nourish from the ground. Okay, that's a classic example of a Klalu Pratu Klal. Okay. The Gemara says, Michti. Now the Gemara just speaks this out. I'll tell you outside, then we'll see it inside. You have a Klal Prat and Klal. Klal Pratu Klal. Or a Prat Klal, a Prat. They're both going to basically say the same thing, which is that... It's inclusive, but limited to be similar to the specification. The Gemara is going to analyze the difference in a second. The Gemara now is going to speak out, why do I need all three? What if I just have a prat and a klal, or a klal and a prat? The rule is, when you only have two, we always go with the second one. So if you have a klal and a prat, 
it's as if the clause doesn't exist, just the prat. If you have a prat and then a klal, it's as if the prat doesn't exist. You always go with the klal. And the Gemara now is going to speak out. The reason why you need three is to trigger this drasha of klal prat. I don't know. It's just, that's the rule. If you have a klal and then a prat, it's only thing that exists is the prat. If you have a prat and then a klal, you always go in b'chalal l'masha b'frat. Klal moisev ala prat. All you go with is klal. That's the rule. So you need three to trigger the drasha that it's general, limited to being similar to the specific. Okay. The Gemara says, Michti, klal pratu klal kin prata dayninan, klal abasra mayahani. Why do I need the last one? Why can't I just have a prat and then a klal? The answer is, called the, the answer is because if you just had a klal and then a prat, you wouldn't actually darshan anything. You would just go with the prat. You need the last klal, klal pratu klal. Oh, now it includes. Visu, opposite question. Pratu klalu prat, kiena prat deninan. Prata by mayahani. Back to this one. Prat and then klal and then prat. Why do I need the last prat? Why can't I just do prat and klal? The answer is, ilav prata prat. The answer is because if you just had prat and then klal, all you would ex- darshan is the klal. You wouldn't go with the prat at all. You need klal pratu klal to limit the klal. Okay. Now, umichti. Now here's the last kasha, which is like this: klal pratu klal. So two klals. What do we say? What's the drasha? It's there is a generalization, but it's limited to be similar to the specification. So I'll give you an example. Let's say with the Maishasheni. Klal pratu klal. So we're going to allow you to buy not just what the pasuk specifies, which is animals and wine. You could buy other things, but it has to be similar to animals and wine. Generalization similar to the specification. That's klal pratu klal. What about prat klal and prat? Two prats. What's the same? Same thing. So what's the difference? That's the one. So the Gemara says like this: Michti, train klalu prata. You have two klals and a prat in the middle, and train pratu klal, and you have two prats and a klal in the middle. Kain prata dinin. Aren't they the same? My ikka beini ubeini. What is the difference? They're both a generalization, but it has to be similar to the specification. So what's the difference? The answer is, how similar does it have to be? The answer is that when it's two klals and a prat, so you have two more klals, more generalization, we're going to include more generalization as long as it's similar to the specification in any way. But you could have, what, what did I tell you? Let's go with the case of Maeser Shani, right? The generalization is everything, right? You could buy whatever your heart desires. It's every food, every item, okay? The specification is, is animals and wine. So now we said, because of the drasha, you can only buy some things that are similar. So it doesn't give examples, and neither do the Rishonim. But the Gemara basically says, how similar? Right? You can go with like, it's a little similar. Or it's very similar. Two, it, it, the way the Gemara describes it, it's similar on two sides or similar on one side. So that, the difference between two klaus and a prat and two prats and a klau is how similar does it have to be? If it's two klaus and a prat, two klaus that's very general, it doesn't have to be that similar. As long as it's a little similar, that's enough. Two prats and a klau it's got to be very similar to the specification. So that, that's the difference between the two. Okay, one last one. The Gemara says, Michti, um, one more. We said, if you have a prat and then a klal, what do we always say? You go with the second one. So, klal. It's marba everything. Fine. What about riboy and miyot? What do we say? It's marba everything. 
What's the difference between a riboy and a miyat and a prat and then a klal? What's the difference? Prat and then klal. No third prat. Prat and then klal, you go with the klal. It includes everything. Riboy and miyat includes everything. What's the difference? Why would you ever go, like, literally, why would one, one tana go with riboy and miyat, one tana go with klal and prat when they're, like, identical? Klal and prat, you always go with the second one, so it's klal. Riboy and miyat, mar behakol. What's the difference? The answer is, I'll say something we've seen this. The answer is, Prata and Klal, you only have a Klal. It includes everything, 100%. Rebu and Miet includes everything except for one thing. What did we say yesterday? Rebbe Lazar says, you have a Rebu and Miet regarding a Nazar. So a Nazar is not allowed to drink wine, grapes. It includes everything except for one thing. What's the one thing that's excluded? Shabishta. He's allowed to eat shabishta because shabishta is, is really inedible. If you were to have a pratim and a klal, it would include even shabishta. That's the one difference. Pratim and a klal includes 100% of the things. Riboyami, it includes everything except for one thing. It includes 99% of the things. There's going to be that 1% difference between the two in Joshua. So the Gemara says, Michti, prat, klal, nasa, klal, prat. When you have a prat and then a klal, we just go with the klal, v'israbi kol mili. And everything is going to be included in the drosha. But mi'at riba, nami riba, akol v'israbi kol mili. Isn't that the same thing as a riba and a mi'at? They're both the same. So why would one go with klal and prat, one go with riba and mi'at? What's the nafka made between the two? The answer is, ma'ika be mi'at v'riba le prat klal, ika. Dilu prat klal marbina nafilu olin v'lulvin. The difference is that a prat and then a klal includes everything. So by a nozir, if you go with prat and klal, it would include everything, everything that comes from the grapevine is going to be usher, even the stuff that's inedible, he would not be allowed to eat. But if you go then it's going to be marba everything except for one. It's going to be marba every product of the grapevine except for the shabishta, which is inedible. That would be the difference between the two. Alright, we'll stop here and we'll pick it up tomorrow. We're saying and every type of situation here is always